0: playing
1: cocktails this is Paige, and i am jesse as always as always um i don't think this will be a lost episode i think it's gonna go great
0: i like that you start the episode by saying i don't think this will be a lost episode i think it's gonna go
1: straight into production that's how you Um, know how would they know (laughs)
0: we've Hmm. both been quoting tiktok for the first two minutes of the episode
1: yep uh that's what you can expect out of this episode ladies and gentlemen and everyone else um we don't have a real cocktail corner tonight because we're just
0: both drinking whiskey are you oh well hmm i'm drinking whiskey you're drinking fireball it is
1: uh, uh whiskey imported by Sazerac I know
0: uh so no cocktail corner um but uh, I would you I'm drinking Scott I'm just drinking scotch you <laughs> want to know if you're a scotch drinker and you want to know what scotch I'm drinking Jericho you have my phone number <laughs> I don't know if this is a scotch that Jericho has actually this is a bourbon cask reserve scotch It's a single malt. What's it called? Jericho. What's it called? Show me the bottle. The Glenroves. I don't know if he has that or not. Uh, Honestly, I would say for a single malt, it's kind of mediocre in my opinion. Uh, Depending on your flavor profile, Mm -hmm. you might like it more than me. Uh, I bought it to use for making, uh, I think it's called Croconon. It's... Sam Hugan approved. Oh, um, it's berries, cream. It's basically a berry parfait berries, cream, and oats, but also scotch. <laughs> uh, I made it during the pandemic, early, early in the pandemic, when we were like full lockdown, you couldn't be around people. Um, I did some dessert challenges with a theme. Mm-hmm. Yeah, one of them was Mary Queen of Scots and what I made was this croconon. Uh, and so I needed to buy a bottle of scotch um, so I was like well I want to buy at least a halfway decent bottle so I can drink the rest of it and uh, it was very scotch heavy my crocodon because I made it nobody else really liked it it was too scotch forward for them Rude. um but i've drank as you can see if you're seeing this listener most of the bottle so are you, you seeing this are you seeing this it's a pretty all right scotch um,
1: uh are you feeling curious about anything over there
0: um yes i am
1: hit me with it something-
0: So my question, once again, relates to our episode. So what is, in your memory, your first um, celebrity or fictional character crush? I got this. this. I don't even have to
1: think about this. My first crush was uh, Michelangelo from the Ninja Turtle cartoon. I knew that one was in the mix. Cartoon and, and, I mean, no, cartoon was first. Live action movies didn't come to a little bit later. I love the live action. Like
0: Here's the the thing. I think it probably would have, we definitely saw the live action movies later, but they definitely came to our small Midwestern town later. Mine would be, I think, Joey McIntyre from New Kids on the Block. Um. I have um much older cousins and I got all of their hand-me-downs and they were very, very into new kids in the block. Yes. So I got a lot of their new kids you on the like block. They were like four years old getting like new kids like pillows. Right. I had new kids on the block, full sheet and comforter yeah. set. Yeah. When I was like four years old. So right. um uh Joey McIntyre was the one I think probably because he was the youngest and I was so young. Um And he just has the voice of an angel. Still, if you haven't heard Joey McIntyre sing, I'll tell you, I don't know much about him, but he does have the voice of an angel, At Joey McIntyre. Like, first crush, period, probably Joey McIntyre. First fictional character crush, maybe Mighty Max. From the Mighty Max cartoon. Okay, all right. So, I remember... In the mornings before school, eating toaster strudel and absolutely swooning. I love a room. toaster strudel. I love a toaster strudel. Yeah, I distinctly remember sitting blueberry,
1: in my house. blueberry toaster strudel. Nothing touches it. I was a strawberry fan. I bet I can get like a forty box of toaster strudels for like twenty. Are bucks. we gonna start packing a toaster with us to cons so we can eat toaster strudels?
0: here's the thing is a toaster is cheap and does not take up much space especially if we're not flying strudel corner um my father the inventor of toaster strudel
1: in that movie it's mean girls um so guys you're going to be so excited to hear that this episode is another one of our top five down yeah. Um, if you listen to our first uh, episode of Top Five Geek Down, uh, this is just where we do kind of like a ranking top five of a certain category. Uh, we have solicited our Instagram followers for that category, um, and we got a lot of really amazing answers um, or responses. If you want to send us more responses, we'll take them. Uh, so today's uh, topic came from hannah w cosplay she has some seriously amazing cosplays um you can follow her on instagram um and her suggestion was she wanted us to rank our top five fictional character crushes Um,
0: and honestly i want to take this minute to say that every submission we've gotten from a listener or a social media follower has been top-notch so thank you guys seriously
1: and we've had some really great um suggestions and these episodes are super fun for us to do so please keep submitting those ideas yeah so we're gonna get into fictional crushes jesse did this take as much thought as the first uh, our I first episode
0: more thought honestly because i'll tell you why tell me. um this one was more difficult for me mm-hmm. uh, because I was trying, the the Hannah W. Cosplay, who submitted this, specifically said fictional character crushes. So, like adult Jesse, I am 35 years old. I am in a monogamous committed relationship. So, there are actors that I'm attracted to, of course. There are you know, celebrities that I'm attracted to, but I tried to pick characters right. that I'm attracted to. And I tried to, like, you know, obviously I had a lot more crushes when I was of crushing age, you know, adolescence, childhood, right, right. etc. So I tried to make pick a good mix of characters. I, again, I put a lot of thought into it. So, uh, there were ones I had to leave off.
1: You yeah. Know, I, five, mentions it,
0: I would say this was harder for me. Yeah. yeah. Um, it was hard. It, it was interesting how much of like a getting to know myself, like at the risk of, you know, sounding mushy or like, you know, psychoanalyzing myself. It really was like, kind of interesting to get to know you know and think about like you know do I rank my current ones like what I would look for in a current partner or what I would look for in a historical partner so there are a lot that didn't get put on here sorry Legolas uh, let's jump into it you uh, why don't you start this time since I started the lesson
1: I will I'd be happy to my number five um, is on number five because you know, he's a little bit of a mess. Uh if we're talking about guys that maybe a relationship would be feasible with, probably not. Um, but my number five is uh Spike William the Bloody from Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Uh, I knew it was gonna vampire. be someone
0: from Buffy when you said they were a little bit messy and yeah. a relationship wasn't feasible. Yeah.
1: Uh he's he's a vampire and he is a a villain for a good portion of the series. He is also a love interest of Buffy's at one time. He's the bad boy. He's he's a mess. Spike all the way. Leather jacket. Bleached hair. Yeah, give it to me.
0: I'd rather not. <laughs> What's your number um, five? Uh, my number five. He may appear on your list somewhere. Uh, my number five is one Mr. Obi Wan Kenobi.
1: He doesn't. Um, He's an honorable mention for me.
0: Uh, he he is one I went back and forth on. Ugh, I love Obi Wan. Uh, again, Star Wars being such a significant fandom for me, it was for in the number five spot. It was down between Obi Wan and Legolas for me. Obi Wan ended up winning out just because, um he is the best he is so devoted to the jedi order but also like tender and caring he has that good balance uh he's like a actually good person right uh alec guinness pretty attractive for an older gentleman uh ewan mcgregor McGregor very attractive any white gentleman um one of the most attractive whities he we generally only agree on scottish guys really honestly ewan mcgregor james mcavoy scotland's got that special i will say also when i went to scotland the dudes there have a special kind of charisma yeah Um, it's something about scotland uh it was It's maybe my favorite foreign country I've ever visited. Everyone there, like I said, they were friendly and not in a creepy way or a way like you thought they were trying to like swindle you because you were trying to call you lass. Did anyone ever call you lass? Oh my God. Yeah. Uh, I got called wee lass and um, I'm not wee. uh, Anyway, Scottish Scottish people hit different. Um, Okay, so my number
1: four on fictional crushes um my okay he is at number four because once again just not very likely it's
0: not very likely what like you're gonna cheat on your husband with any of these what no
1: i'm maybe i'm just saying (laughs) no i'm just saying that this character doesn't form romantic relationships for the most part so my number four is the 11th doctor yep the doctor yeah um specifically in his you know 11th uh form 11th doctor like there's just like i love matt smith but just that's where i came to love matt smith was from watching him as the 11th doctor and there's just something so appealing about his character he's kooky he's fun he's wise he's just got so much going on I love him, uh, but you know, if Karen Gillan can't get him, then I'm out of luck. So,
0: well, so I will say, um, you know what though, but uh, River Song, Alex Kingston—that's true. That's true. But, yeah. Uh, did you see that? There's a
1: strong rumor that Hugh Grant is going to be the new doctor. I did just see something about that.
0: I hope that's not mm-hmm. true. Me too. I again, <laughs> nothing against Hugh Grant. I just heard
1: they were trying to get David Tennant to come back.
0: I would rather see for the next act, the next doctor. Another woman, a person of color. Right, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, like, what about Lizzo as the next? I would lose my freaking shit. Can you imagine and Harry Styles as a companion? Can you imagine? Lizzo as a doctor and Harry Styles as a companion? I'm gonna write some fan fiction tonight, listeners. That, you know, but like, honestly, my number Which four is four? Evie O'Connell from the Mummy franchise. Girl, Paige that's is a good one. Um, as you know, if you're a regular listener, uh, Evie O'Connell specifically. Um, as you Evie know, and Rick, if,
1: both of them.
0: Uh, I didn't put Rick on here, and I'll tell you why. I never really had a crush on Rick. I had a crush on Falco. Um, I don't know what yeah. Falco's full name in we the. Call movie is because we've always called him Falco. The um, man with the tattoos on his face is like the protector um, in the like secret organization that says Cotton Eye on. Yep. Um, we've always got, he has a Falcon. That's why we always called him Falco because we saw that movie when we were like 13, 14. Really um, stuck with- but uh, as you guys probably know, Uh, I do not consider myself to be straight. I consider myself to be pansexual. So it was important to me that a woman or a a non-cis man be on my list. That's where I'm going. And Evie was the one that made me realize like, no, I'm full blown, not straight. And she also fits an archetype of like my type of, uh, you know, I always describe to you, Paige, as, like, my type as 1940s lady archaeologist. Right. (laughs) So um, just, uh, you know, she's beautiful, but she's also incredibly intelligent, but she's also, uh, you know, a capable fighter and, you know, a loving mother eventually. So... um, yeah so number three
1: man these these top three were real rough for me they were real hard um
0: because you know, we're, you know. we're getting into not actually number one i had as a number one from get the get me too but two and three were hard for me
1: two and three were hard and honestly like yeah we're, we're getting up to the nitty-gritty up here um but number three for me the is, weird, you don't
0: normally hear up to the nitty gritty normally you're down to the nitty gritty but we're getting up but we're getting up to the nitty gritty nitty gritty dirt band um, my so, brother bill and my other brother jack a belly full of beer and a possum in a sack so
1: my number three rude. is just everyone's favorite ranger aragorn
0: Oh, I scared you didn't I I don't know what I was I just heard everyone's favorite and I was like I guarantee it's not my favorite and then you said Ranger and I was like Hmm, okay um Aragorn. I mean he was like this you have a cardboard cut out of the man I, I
1: I don't anymore I wish I
0: still did I bring a scarf in your high school bedroom yep
1: yep uh he would be in the pod loft right now if he was still around um what happened to him
0: I think my mom got rid of him. Kim wouldn't do that to us. I really don't believe it. I don't think Kim would do that to us. I think something bad happened. Um something bad will have happened, but I don't think it was Kim's fault. Wouldn't, Kim would never. Um, she wouldn't though. Uh, Honestly. Eric was like that. Your mom did not get rid of fucking anything. That's why she had those tassels. Honestly. I, I'm not you're laughing, but I'm not joking your mom would straight up not have gotten rid of it. <laughs> There's no chance. There's no chance your mom got rid of Aragorn. That's a good point. Kim, if you're, I know you're listening and just let it be known that I know you didn't get rid of Aragorn. I know it. Um, he came into my life.
1: He was like this first, like older guy crush that I had. Like, yeah. Um, Aragorn has Aragorn came in and he's like this older guy. Aragorn and
0: came
1: he came into my life oh my and god. he was just like this, I don't even know. He was just, you know, he was everything you needed. Oh my and, god.
0: Aragorn
1: came in and he was everything you needed. Yeah. And here's the deal is it's not Vigo. It's not Vigo Mortensen although as <coughs> As Aragorn, he's great. But I tried to watch every other video movie at that time and just nobody touched Aragorn. None of his other characters touched Aragorn. That is very true. You sit and you watch, you sit and you watch him? the two towers and you watch him push that door open and you <laughs> tell me you don't feel something. What's your number
0: three, Jesse? Uh you may be surprised that this one's not higher. Okay. All right. My number three is one, Mr. Lucas Volanchek, a.k.a. Jonathan Brandis, from Sequest DSV. Uh, That's a throwback is what that is. That is, I will say Sequest is uh, one of my early sci-fi loves. Mm -hmm. Um, I was watching Sequest at an early, early age. My dad loved Sequest. I used to watch Sequest with my dad. The thing, One of the things I loved the most about Sequest, and listener, if you're a longtime listener, you'll be 0% surprised at this, but at the end of every episode of Sequest, Bob Ballard, my boy Bob, and he's an actual scientist, and he would come on and talk about actual science that was going on, that related to the episode and i thought that was so badass and on the show so sequest dsv if you're not familiar with it is about basically a space station but that's built on the deep sea floor and uh i loved that show i wrote fan fiction before i knew what fan fiction was about that show and there was a young teenage genius on that show named Lucas Volencheck, played by Jonathan Brandis, And I had a ginormous crush on him because he was a teenage scientist. So like my aspiration um, had long, beautiful blonde hair, a long, beautiful bowl cut, which I love. And he was on the Sequest because he was like an insane computer programmer and had made this uh, machine and the software that could translate dolphin speech into English. Uh, so I thought that was so insanely cool. And so uh, ginormous crush on lucas Volanchek. Um, number three on my list, a bit of a deep cut there. Number two is an even deeper cut, I'll tell you that. No, Okay, number two
1: on our uh, character fictional crushes. So this, this is going to be controversial. You might not like this answer. Oh, it's a two for one is what it is. So because I think these characters are the same, but one is just in space. It's Han Solo mm-hmm. and Indiana Jones. Okay. I feel like it's cheating a little bit, but I honestly can't choose between the two. And they're um,
0: definitely similar. They're so similar. Like kind of, uh, Twarthy, morally ambiguous Harrison Fords is yeah, what I would They
1: think. were my first like celebrity crush. Harrison Ford was my first celebrity crush, but I was There young probably
0: enough, like, wasn't a ton of time between the Star Wars movies and I, the Indiana I really movies.
1: think it was I I think I've looked before and it's so close. Oh yeah from like that. I yeah. did not I did not know they were the same person. I just knew that they were both my boyfriend when i was a very young age um yeah that's my number two Uh, yeah uh, like that version of harrison ford like he's just a dreamboat and both of those characters are just the best and also the very worst and i just it's what i'm into so here we are uh what's your number two jesse
0: my number two is will stanton from the darkest rising series oh so, this is my only. Um, I guess there is a very shitty poo poo duty movie that was made out of the Darkest Rising series. Uh, it's a stinky garbage pile. I do not recommend it. I, nothing against the act. It just. It's not a series that lends itself to be made into a movie, but it was very popular. So of course they tried to make a movie out of it and the movie just wasn't very good. Similar to The Golden Compass. Was the
1: movie called The Darkest Rising?
0: No, the movie is called The Seeker and it had Christopher mm-hmm. Eccleston as the bad guy. I don't remember the young actor who played Will Stanton. Um, the Darkest Rising was one of my favorite fantasy book series as a kid um really hit me in my formative years uh had a giant crush on will stanton even though like you said at the time the movie had not come out um so he was just i think that's probably part of it that what he looked like was a vague description from the book so i could just make him as cute as i wanted in my head all around, one of my faves. All right. Uh, so Love not sweater. quite number one, but uh, had to put him above Lucas Volencheck. Based solely on characters. Uh, again, I was trying to separate my feelings from the attractiveness of the actor. So based solely on the characters, Will Stanton edges out Lucas Volencheck for the number two spot. Uh, Yeah, again, if I felt a little bit weird putting some of these on here, like Lucas Volanchek, who's a teenager, and Will Stanton, who's an 11-year-old boy, but again, I was 10 years old when I read The Darkest Rising, so keep that in mind. I'm not a pedophile. Fair enough. Man, we're all the way
1: up to number one already. You already know who my number one is.
0: I don't. Oh. Oh, yes, I do. (laughs) <laughs> i'm a pretty easy reader. know who it is
1: everybody knows everybody knows who it is it's mr bucky barnes uh he's precious he is loyal yeah he gets brainwashed you know he makes some mistakes uh but he is loyal to cap when he is not brainwashed by hydra and also,
0: you are attracted to Sebastian Stan. That's and the number one. So
1: attracted to Sebastian Stan. Thing, I did me. not take this. I took this. I, I said it when we started. I went by attractiveness as well. Um, that's fair. That's fair. But yeah.
0: I'm not hate He's on number you one for that
1: choice. He's number one for me, guys. I have I have two, so, two runners up I want to mention, but I'm gonna let you get, share your
0: number one first. I haven't done my number one. You're done. Yeah. Talking about Bucky. Yeah, I mean, everybody knows. You know. Number one, again, I think some of the listeners know this. You probably guessed this. Uh, It's Howl Pendragon from Howl's Moving Castle. Yeah. It's just. Seems to be a bisexual thing. Loving Howl. Yeah. I mean, you're not wrong. The thing about Howl is that he's not perfect. He's vain, very vain, uh, very self-conscious, but it comes down to his own insecurities. And even though he's very vain and self-conscious about himself, he's able to see Sophie and see that she is beautiful. Even though she has this body of this chubby 90-year-old woman, he sees her for who she is and loves her. For who she is, which I think is what honestly, again, this is me getting kind of deep, I guess, but that's what we all want. So seeing this man who, even though he was quite physically beautiful and um, you know, very vain and insecure about his own appearance, but then he f- was able to fall in love with this woman even though she has the body of an old 90 year old woman meant a lot to me. And he also has a lot of characteristics that I tend to be attracted to in a real partner. So to me in my teenage years, when I had much less self-confidence, which Mm -hmm. most people do in their teenage years, to see a character that fell in love with someone based on who she actually was and not her physical appearance meant the world sure. to me. And it right. still does mean the world to me. It's it's still a beautiful, beautiful film. The music is beautiful. The animation is beautiful. The story is beautiful. The acting is great. You had any um, honorable mentions there? I did. Uh, Fox Mulder, who I mentioned previously, uh, the X-Files one of my earliest fandoms really the first fandom i got into that my parents were not into they would watch it with me sometimes but they were kind of just like oh, she loves this x files thing mr molder you know whatever so so he definitely gets an honorable mention and then haku from spirited away Uh, I didn't wanna put two Ghibli characters on here and uh, Howl, like I said, really, I felt like was more um, formative for me. Like Howl still is a character that means a lot to me. Not that Haku isn't, but um, yeah, I felt like Howl beat him out. And Dana Scully, like I said. Um, I've been sent several articles about what they call the Scully effect. Which is, and again, I've not found a lot of peer-reviewed scholarly research looking into this, but it does make sense that a lot of women around my age went into science, engineering, medicine because Scully was such an a, an example for them of, um, you know, a woman in a male-dominated field. And up until that point, there were not, there were very few, not zero, but very few examples of a woman in a male-dominated field like that. Not only was she a medical doctor, but she was also an FBI agent. Uh, And also, of course, Jillian Anderson, gorgeous, 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 gorgeous. So uh, I guess those are my... And Henry Golding, just any character he's played because he's uh, a beautiful man um, that's been kissed by the lips of God. Um, so I'll put him on there as well just cause he's a gorgeous man.
1: So my honorable mentions, um, number one on my honorable mention list, he almost made it on my top five, but is Christian from Moulin Rouge.
0: Oh, um, I didn't think of him, but yeah. Uh, yeah.
1: He's Hugh McGregor, man. Yeah. And that his character in Moulin Rouge mm-hmm. just gives yeah. you
0: everything you need. Um, you'll, you'll, get, you'll find no argument for me. Yeah. Uh, I didn't, again, I didn't think of it because I was thinking more fantasy, sci fi, yeah. anime, but fair, fair.
1: Um, And then, um
0: jamie frazier from outlander Ooh, i didn't think about that but yeah i'm surprised he didn't make your list the books are great i mean they're smut but they're good smut.
1: um and the show is beautiful. Uh,
0: again, I don't, like as far as smut goes i don't think there's anything wrong with like a graphic or sensual sex no, no literature As long as it's done in a way that is, you know, healthy and consensual. So I've read snippets of the Outlander series and I have no qualms with them. Um, But the show is beautiful. The costumes are
1: beautiful. And Sam Hugen's uh, depiction of Jamie Fraser, I think is amazing. I watched
0: the first, the whole first season. And I didn't hate it. It's just not really what i'm interested in i didn't think it was badly made or badly written or badly acted like the music's good the acting's good the writing seems good uh, yeah. it's just not the subject matter that i'm particularly interested in so that's true um like, historical time travel-y drama i guess is not necessarily my cup of tea fair enough you uh, surprised me with my answers yeah i was surprised that you surprised me since we know each other so well what surprised you it wasn't like anyone on there i was like what but it was more the ones i didn't think about i guess oh um I tried to not mention the same ones that we always talk about, you know, like right. That's why I was saying like just ones I had kind of forgotten about because we don't, they aren't they're from our childhood like 25 yeah. years ago. Yeah. And we haven't talked about them in 25 years. Right. So
1: um, um, yeah. So thank you guys for listening. We hope that you enjoyed our second uh top five geek down if you want to send us ideas for future five top five geek down
0: um,
1: five, top, five. five top um please do um or you can just follow along with us on social media we're on facebook and instagram at cosplay and cocktails pod we are over on twitter at cosplay pod and we are on tiktok at cosplay and cocktails um and you know if you want to just really be a lot easier you can send it to jesse over on her social media because it's all the same
0: yep uh, so if you want to
1: interact it's, with our, social- it's all ours jesse just is in charge of the other one
0: yeah if you want to interact with the superior i don't know what i'm doing and i do not follow trends social media uh yeah so if you want to interact with me on my social media i'm still not great at social media i may never be great at social media but um, my handle on tiktok and instagram is at cosplay pod that is legitimately me i had one person email and be like is this a scam it's not a scam that's really me Uh, i try to keep it as bootleg and as low-key as possible but uh, keep those expectations low yeah, um, again, I'm not going to do a lot of editing or trends because I just, you guys know how I am with social media. I see the positives of it now. Uh, I don't, I, I do enjoy doing the things that I do on social media, but I just can't be arsed to, to try to, um, and I don't like the lip syncing, It's just my personal preference. I don't want to lip sync to, and a lot of times y'all are lip syncing the wrong words like that, that everyone calls "Go Little Rock Star," the singer is singing, "The Pope is a rock star." Oh, so, I didn't yeah, know real, that. Yes, everybody just makes their own shit up. Anyway, if you want to send me um, top five ideas, answers to, um, I'm gonna ask you a question, questions for me to ask Paige and the other listeners. For I'm gonna ask you a question um corrections cocktail recipes mocktail recipes um conventions that we should go to if you're going to a convention that we're going to be at uh, again we'll try to keep mentioning the ones that we're going to Uh, don't be shy don't feel awkward about it again i'm literally the most awkward human Jesse, well on out this, on earth. Um, and keep in mind that I've got, uh, I was not joking about that box of treasures. I have a box of treasures for you to have. So points though. Um, if you're at a pot, if you're at a convention that we're at and you're like, you know what? I could really use a treasure in my life. I've got treasures for you. I've got who's <laughs> and what's it's galore. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah hit us up if you're going to be at any conventions our next convention uh probably fan expo st louis uh Uh, so if you're coming to fan expo st louis hit us up we will do an organized uh, meetup we will have swag we'll have stickers we'll have badge ribbons uh we will have uh hugs if you're into that kind of thing Uh, We will have stories, we will have maybe candies. I will have treasures from my treasure box. So please, please, please. We wanna hang out with you guys. We wanna meet up with you guys. Yeah. Um, Also don't forget about the weird fish picks. Interesting plants and mushrooms. Uh, Just anything that you're interested in. Uh, I love getting emails from you guys uh where could they send <laughs> that stuff to uh our e- our official email which i also uh monitor is cosplay pod at gmail.com and that's gmail.com um okay are we done i think we're well beyond done i had therapy on this podcast i worked you shit did. out it's gonna be a um, great one for me to edit uh they're all great ones for you to edit you get to hear my pearls of wisdom okay bye okay bye please don't go girl like don't drink the whole fireball oh no